Welcome to Curls in Convo, a podcast for curls all around the world seeking inspiration, motivation, and the keys to healthy living. My name is Robin Kelly, and thank you for listening. you guys welcome to curls in convo my name is robin kelly your host and today we are talking about mental health so mental health meaning anxiety depression eating disorders so we talk about this a lot within our communities you know but i think the difference is is that we don't give helpful advice i mean i think we all give that generic you know like well go talk to somebody you know do that kind of thing but What's the real payback in mental health? So today we're really going to dive deep into it. Although, like I said, it's been covered a lot and I really dreaded covering this topic because everybody talks about mental health, but what can I bring different to the table? So today I'm going to bring my own story, my own background, and how I try to achieve mental health weekly, monthly, daily. So the first question is, why don't we pay more attention to our health? So I think when I think of mental health, I think of kind of like that silent killer. Although we may be sick, it's not very visible. So if you get a scratch, a scar, um, if you have the flu, sometimes you're able to see those symptoms on your body, you know, outwardly people are like, hey, your nose is running, whatever the case may be. But mental health, it's so easy to basically put a mask on every day and roll with it. That's what I think really why we don't pay a lot of attention to it. And we don't talk about it enough and provide helpful solutions. And with those helpful solutions, of course it goes like it's twofold because you have to be in a different mind in order to accept different solutions as well. You know, like because I think we all get, you know, find a friend, um, go to your doctor, maybe she can prescribe you something or he can prescribe you something. And all in all, it sometimes feels like this is not working. You know, what else can I do? Because you're telling me to relax, you're telling me to go talk to a friend and none of it is working. I really think of the mind kind of like water. So when I think of water, I think of clear, calm, you know, you're able to see your feet, you know, you're able to see clear things, you know, you're able to really unpack something that is in still water, right? But as soon as you get a spoon or, you know, any type of utensil and kind of swish it around, it really becomes unclear and it it becomes kind of murky in a sense. So I kind of think of my anxiety as the spoon and the water as my mind. Because when nothing's going on, my mind is clear. I'm able to really just kind of be at ease and think things through clearly versus on the other thing, on the other end where when the spoon is going, my mind is like rapid and I'm really unable to process things correctly. With that, how does anxiety creep up on us? So I know for me, it creeps up on me because I'm a busybody. I am a busybody. Yes, I'm proclaiming that. So you're probably like, what is a busybody? So a busybody is someone that is constantly on the move, constantly can't sit down, just can't seem to sit still. They always have something on their agenda or their workload. That is me. So I'm a busybody in two ways. One, in a way that I like to just go and do. I like doing things. So currently 
I'm a podcaster. I have a full-time job. I'm also a master's student and I teach swim lessons on the side as well as being a full-time dog mom. So that's a lot, but I enjoy doing all of those things. I enjoy, you know, hanging out with my friends, hanging out with my relationship. Um, I just genuinely enjoy being around people, right? So that's a great thing for me because I'm an introvert and an extrovert at the same time. So I get my energy from people, but I also can get energy from myself. So on the other hand, the downside of being a busybody, I sometimes use this to stuff my feelings. I use it to cover up the stress that I'm going through. And I do that in the sense of I add on activities for myself to do when I'm feeling stressed. I mean, unfortunately, and I'm, you know, it's sad to say, but I created this podcast during my darkest moment because I was at, you know, just in the depths of the trenches, it felt like, and I needed something that was going to uplift me and encourage me to keep going, but that didn't help me heal or to find a way to kind of a solution, at least to figure out what's going on mentally and why I can't seem to figure it out. So I let those external activities really cover up what was really going on inside because it's easy to be busy and not deal with your issues. So I'm not saying that being a busybody is a bad thing, but it is a bad thing when you're using it as a ploy. You're using it as a tactic to get your mind away from dealing with the stresses of life that are going to come regardless. Because at the end of the day, you'll either you'll either stretch yourself too thin or not be able to pour out into yourself or other people. Because if your plate is constantly full, when do you ever get time to relax and rejuvenate yourself? There is none because you're giving all of your energy to these different places and parties. So I pack on so much and we as people pack on so much to ourselves that we don't have to think about it. You know, water can really do no good if the cup is overfilled. I mean, my mind, our minds can only go so far. And if it's overfilled with things, then it's not going to be able to give back to the people and the things that you want it to. Whether it's financial difficulties, strained relationships, or an overwhelming workload. I mean, it's all stress. It's all weight. And all of those things come with uneasiness, restless nights, full-fledged panic attacks, I mean, I've had all three of those, honestly. I've had nights where I've been super uneasy, haven't been able to go to sleep, and you're like, I've got an hour left before I have to go back to work. And then on the other end, I've also had panic attacks as well. And I believe, you know, if I were to really ask myself, why am I a busybody and the root cause of it, I think my biggest emotion comes down to guilt that that guilt that I wasn't going to or that guilt that I wasn't going to get what I wanted out of what I was trying to do so that because I don't want to deal with the stress I feel guilty you know like if I neglect the podcast I feel so guilty because I should be creating content I should be doing all these things if I don't produce at work I feel so guilty that I didn't stay after an hour or for a friendship or whatever the case may be I feel guilty that I didn't do it And sometimes I feel guilty that I did. I'm like, dang, you stayed way too long tonight. Or hey, you did, you just extended yourself way too much. Or if I get a bad grade in my class, I just feel so guilty because I took time out to discover me, you know, which is absolutely crazy. So getting over that initial 
emotion of guilt. Honestly, all that guilt really came out in anger and anxiety attacks at the coffee machine. And honestly, anybody who hasn't had an anxiety attack, I'm gonna ex I'm going to explain it in this manner. So think about when you're in the car, you're driving, everything's going great, you're looking at the dotted lines, and all of a sudden you like there's something in the road and you have to like kind of jerk really fast and and then your heart starts kind of fluttering and you're like oh my god i almost hit that thing and then after that you're like oh thank god right imagine that emotion happening at the coffee pot while you're at work and you're just standing there and nobody sees what's going on but inside that's how you feel so in that i realized that i went to a friend and I feel like my friends are awesome. I have an amazing set of friends, an amazing friend group. But at some point, I was like, this is way too much to be telling my friends. Not in the sense that they couldn't keep a secret, but more so like, this is some really heavy stuff. You know, like I'm having anxiety attacks at the coffee machine. I'm unable to sleep, you know, and it comes with real growth. When you understand when this is beyond my friends, this is something that I need to seek professional help on. And also for friends as well, you know, if, if you have a friend that way, it's okay for you to say, you know what, sis, or you know what, bro, I love you. And we can talk about this all day. We can talk about this all week, all month. I'm here to listen to you. But at the end of the day, I don't know how to heal you. So let's figure out an avenue that's going to get you where you need to go. You know, whether that's books, whether that's a therapist, my recommendation is the therapist. I say that not in promotion just because I've been there, but actually because it was so beneficial. I was in my darkest place within my life and I had experienced my first true depression and I honestly didn't know how to cope with it. And then I was also so afraid to put that on someone else's life because I know when my friends come to me, I feel responsible. I'm like, you know what? Let me help them become whole again. Let me help them get where they need to get going. And I was just like, you know what? I have to give this over. And I really want the chance. And I owe it to myself and to my friends to figure this thing out. You know, to figure out what is going on, what the root cause of it was. And because I was so tired of when I was in a depression of feeling like I was laying in the street and it was raining and nobody saw me you know nobody was able to see me and I mean just thinking just just imagine like Times Square like everything's super busy everything's going on and you see a random person just laying in the street and it's raining that's literally how I felt and I felt like every time I was trying to get up out of this hole I also felt that that emotion of being in this dirt hole you know and I'm trying to grab myself up out of the hole and as I'm grabbing dirt is is being pulled into this hole so it's really keeping me there so I felt so stuck I felt like nobody saw me and at that point that's when I had to go to a therapist and really just unpack why I felt the way that I did the emotions the guilt that and really the guilt that I was carrying within myself and how to get over it and to become a better person and also to find out who I was you know, honestly, therapy was the greatest gift that I could have given myself and my friends and my relationships. You know, all of those things, I was able to be a better me. And through that, I was able to pour out into different people because I then became whole. So after I go to therapy, you know, I'm this new person, this, that, and the third. And another revelation came to me that through this mental health journey, because I mean, I still 
get anxiety attacks maybe I mean I haven't had one in so long or have been in a depression for a minute but you know it also made me think of constantly changing yourself you know it's okay to constantly be trying to change your story to adapt change do what you need to do to become whole again because I am not the same person that I was I mean two years ago a year ago because then you know if I still was to be that person am I truly making progress am I adapting am I changing because your environments are surely changing around you and at that point it just really becomes a you know what let me make sure that I'm fitting my current environment and not what people need from me. I need to meet, I need to be what I need for myself. I mean, so people are going to tell you after you go to therapy, after you go to a friend or read books and try to better yourself for your mental health, or even take time out just to spend with yourself, they're going to say, you've switched up. You haven't been acting the same, et cetera, et cetera, right? But really, maybe those people were meant to fall off, go about their business because If you can't understand me while I'm changing and that I'm changing for the better, then I don't see what the issue is, honestly. You know, if I'm over here hitting on people and being disrespectful, then yes, by all means, please stop me in my tracks. But, you know, don't be afraid to reinvent yourself. I've had to do it many times and every time I get a better version of myself. With that being said, I can only think of this one quote by Muhammad Ali. You know, that basically he said, I hated every minute of training, but I said, don't quit. Suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. When I think of that, I think of, you know what? Right now it's hard because you're going through training yourself. You're training your body. You're training your mind, your soul to really believe in what you want it to believe in. You're trying to buy it into this this sale, this whole deal, right? And it's hard. It's hard going through those anxiety attacks. It's hard going through depression. It's hard doing all the the leg work to get there. But at the end of the day, you are gaining skills for your mental health, for your daily practices that is going to benefit you for the rest of your life. Setting boundaries, having relaxation time, all of these things are going to benefit you in the long run. So it's important that you put in the legwork. Give and adjust to the world and you'll be invincible and unstoppable. The challenges that we endure are training us for a lifetime of success. Give and adjust to the world and you'll become invincible and unstoppable. And if you get off, it's okay to revisit that notebook or return to the five minutes of breathing because you know, we get away from that. It's okay to go back to your therapist every once in a while. Because like we said, our environment is constantly changing. And to become successful in our lives, we must adapt and we must change. Every chance that you get, the environment will test you. But never let a good crisis go to waste. Talk to your friends. Schedule some intentional me time. Don't overwrite it just write on it. Change the battery every once in a while and sleeping doesn't count. You literally have to take time to breathe, to adjust, to adapt. Trust that you can do it. The mind and its health depends on you alone. I know that you want to do great things and the journey is going to be hard, but don't get caught up in the process that you forget your progress. So of course, like I said, you know, at the beginning that people don't give helpful tips, but Here is the helpful tips part. So before you go, so one thing that really helped me was one deep breathing. So if you inhale for 11 seconds and exhale for 10 seconds, 
for four minutes or five minutes straight, I mean, I'm telling you, you're going to be out like a light. It really kind of centers you back. And I learned this from a chiropractor, which it's definitely official. It's not just Robin advice, but that deep breathing really helped me to become back to the center that I always wanted to be at, or at least for that moment. Second thing is flexing your muscles. So I also got this from a chiropractor where basically, you know, I started from my toes and I would just kind of flex my toes up and down and then flex my ankles, flex my calves, my thighs, my knees, you know, like all of these things, right? And you just are flexing these and it really just gives you something else to focus on and to center on to keep you in that present moment. So the third thing is to invest in vitamins. Now y'all are gonna think, Robin, you're trying to put me on drugs, but that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is to actually have mental health, you have to be feeding your body healthy things. That means that you've gotta be taking your omega-3. That means that you have to be taking your biotin. You've gotta be taking your vitamin D, your vitamin C, all of these things. So that way on the inside, your mind can actually keep up with the changes and the adaptions that you're trying to teach it and make it go and do. The fourth thing is a journal. So I have a journal and some people write in their journal what's going on and you know they leave it in there and they go to the next page and they just kind of debrief that way. I also find it helpful that when I do journal, after I do write it, I rip out the page and I throw it away because I one time found myself going back and looking through past notes and I got so sad all over again because I was like, oh my gosh, I was so sad. Oh, poor Robin, why could you ever feel this way, right? So you don't want to make yourself sadder. So just go ahead, rip the page out. So like I said earlier, I kind of alluded to it earlier saying that, you know, friends are good. You know, like I think that everybody should have a friend or friends that you go to for different things. Whether you have a friend that you go to about everything or you have different friends to go to about different things. Either way, trusting them with what you have is important. But the reverse of it is to where I used to feel that I'm putting so much on my friends and that's not fair, right? But think about it in the way of having a healthy dialogue. So after you unload, give them the chance to unload as well. You know, say, okay, well, hey, I really wanna switch gears. How have you been? What's been going on with you? How's life been? How's your mom? How's your dad? How's your relationship? All of these things, so that way, it's an equal take and give, take and give, take and give relationship. So therefore, you no one's just taking and no one's just giving because that's how you wear out a relationship real fast. I'm gonna leave you with this question. How can you put more value on your mental health? That's all I've got for you today. We covered a ton on mental health. Make sure you share your comments in the comment section and to follow us on all social media platforms on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and of course at curlsinconvo.com. So again, that's Curls in Convo on all social media platforms. We hope you enjoyed listening and we really appreciated having you. So have a good day and remember, this is the one and only Curls in Convo podcast. <laughs>